0: today on growth mindset university
1: you know these are people who want revolution right they want a marxist communist socialist whatever revolution they don't like the system they don't like america right you've got a lot of people in the usa who do not like america
0: you're listening to growth mindset university educating tomorrow's leaders with lessons from today's entrepreneurial elite It's a progressive new age of business we find ourselves in, and we'll help you find the success you seek by listening to today's industry professionals and thought leaders teach us the lessons we should have learned in school but didn't. Now, please welcome your host, Jordan Paris. My guest today is Zuby.
2: Zuby is a British rapper, podcast host, and author. He was born in England, raised in Saudi Arabia, and in March 2019, Zubi garnered worldwide attention by posting a video in which he claimed to have broken the British women's deadlift record of 528 pounds. Zubi claimed that he, quote, identified as a woman whilst lifting the weight. Zubi later declared on Twitter that he took the women's bench press record too. He stated that, quote, I don't think trans women should be allowed to compete in women's Sport. So, some funny background on Zuby there. A lot of people, not a lot of people, some people are not going to like the conversation that I have with Zuby today, but a lot of you are going to absolutely love this conversation. It is a conversation about the truth about social justice warriors and their real intentions. It is the truth about cancel culture and the woke mob, and it is the truth about... Black Lives Matter, the organization, not the statement. Everyone agrees that what happened to George Floyd is wrong and cannot happen again, but this is the craziest abuse of a movement that we've ever seen. Something that psychology books are going to be writing about for centuries to come. And you'll find out why, if you don't already know, in this conversation with Zuby. You can share this episode with your friends using the link jordanparis.com ep one 92 I'm also going to put links to other interviews that Zuby has done on the Joe Rogan experience, on the Candace Owens show, and other podcasts like the Ben Shapiro show in the show notes at jordanparis.com ep192. So jordanparis.com ep192 is the link to share. It is also the link where you will find show notes for this episode. You can find Zuby on Twitter, at Zuby Music. He is my absolute favorite person to follow in the entire world. And he's very responsive, so go message him there. You should also listen to his podcast, Real Talk with Zuby. I recommend listening to the episode with Lauren Chen. Just look up Zuby and Lauren Chen in Google, or it will also be in the link at jordanparis.com slash EP192. Real Talk with Zuby. Go listen to the podcast. And ZubyMusic.com is the website. Now, without further ado, please enjoy my enlightening conversation with the one and only Zuby. Zuby, welcome! It is a it's an absolute pleasure to have you on the show today.
1: Appreciate it, Jordan. Good to see you, man.
2: Yeah, we're here because uh, because of this tweet. Uh, I tweeted out, uh, "I can't wait until people get tired of cancel culture and quote the woke mob," and like. Gosh, I just, I, I'm just—I'm so sick of it. I've been sick of it, and I tweeted that, and and you you retweeted it, and I was like, oh, who, you know, this. Let me let me check this guy out, and <laughs> uh, you know, as I just told you here, you know, it, it, I was like, wow, I realized very quickly you're like my favorite person in the world now, uh, at least for the last week, <laughs> and <laughs> like, it's an honor. like just. I, I I encourage everyone to to dive into this man's world. He's a he's a rapper. Check out his music. I was just jamming out while listening to uh, uh, listening to his song "Okay, Dude" while uh, working out, and um, you know, there's there's like a message behind his lyrics, uh, and those are the kind of artists that that I like, you know. I don't really, I don't generally like rap music because I don't like the the message behind it. Okay. Um, but you've got a, You've got a good good message behind your songs. I listened to several of them, uh, and yeah, people can find you on Twitter at Zubi Music. Mm-hmm. Really, I, I, I named you as my number one uh, person to follow on Twitter uh, the that, other that's, day. That's
1: <laughs> an honor, man. It's a big, it's a big honor.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It, I, I've been loving, loving, following you. You spend a lot of time on Twitter. I, 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 I wonder, it's like, I wonder what your screen time is.
1: <laughs> yeah. It, it is actually tracked. I could probably pull that up and find out, but yeah, it's uh, it's even more now, obviously we've been having these lockdown periods for long, t- long periods. So I'm not, um yeah. you know, normally I'd be doing more live events. I'd be traveling. I was supposed to go to the States in May and June and July, but all three trips have been Pushed back and postponed. Um, I'm normally doing a lot of other stuff, but yeah, man, I've been uh focusing on the online world every single day for the past few months now. I haven't really had a choice. So,
2: yeah, I saw I saw an uptick really since uh, the beginning of March when things started locking down here. Like I saw, I went from started going from three hours a day on my phone to uh, four and a half hours, really. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, pretty quickly. So. And I, I don't know. I don't know about that for for me. I'm trying to get that back down. But I want to I want to actually um, establish a few things here, you know, before we really get started in talking about the, the you know, the meat and potatoes of what we're going to be talking about today. Uh, I want to establish a few things like, you know, party affiliation. You're really, you know, you're not a Democrat. You're also you don't call yourself a Republican either. Is it? That's right. I, I'm,
1: I'm not even an American, dude.
2: Yeah, exactly. Right. E-
1: exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I can't I can't be either of it, even if I wanted to be.
2: Right. Okay. And you are you live in the UK, you were born in the UK, right? And yeah, born in up, the UK. Okay. And grew up in Saudi Arabia. And uh, you have Nigerian roots, right? Yeah, that's right. Okay. And you're you really I you, you really got on to um, you know, talking about this kind of stuff, I think maybe you talked about this stuff before this happened. But when you posted on Twitter that video of you breaking the women's deadlift record because you uh, identified as a as a female while uh, while deadlifting uh, for those nine seconds, mm-hmm. and you know it went super viral, got millions of views and like eighty thousand retweets and over two hundred thousand likes, and and um, you know that I, I think I mean that's really. I think you started talking. You probably started talking about this stuff a lot more after
1: that, right? Uh, yeah, more. I mean, I you know I've been on Twitter since 2009, mm-hmm. um, but it wasn't until 2018 that I really started sharing my views and opinions on anything. I used to very actively avoid social commentary, avoid cultural commentary, yeah. certainly avoid politics, religion, anything controversial or potentially contentious. Cause you know, I'm, I'm a rapper. It's like, okay, I don't want to polarize my audience. I don't want to rock the boat, mm. etc. I also don't want to distract from my music. And then a time came early to mid 2018 where I was like, okay, I'm my, th- I need to lend my voice to some of these conversations because there are not enough voices of sanity. And I'm a believer in, you know, if you don't, you know, there's, there's a level of complicity in silence so sure you don't need to speak out all the time uh, about everything but if certain things are going against some of your principles or values or you're just seeing things going in a, in a bad way in your opinion then i think it's important for people to to speak up and join the conversation so um <clears throat> so yeah that, that commentary started in 2018 and um that's you know my, my audience also started growing a lot faster in 2018 i had a couple tweets actually go viral Primarily in the US, um, my, my audience up until 2018 was always mainly UK based. And then in 2018, I just started getting waves and waves of American followers. Um, mm. And yeah, of course, I, there was that massive catalyst in February yeah. 2019. And yeah, life hasn't been the same since.
2: Yeah. I saw uh, you have a lot of American followers and you know, I saw someone like saying you should run for president the other day and you're like, yeah. oh, I, wasn't <laughs> I don't really have a lot of the basic
1: requirements. Yeah. <laughs> it, uh,
2: regarding there's a level of complicity and silence. I like that. I don't like that, you know, with everything going on with BLM in the United States right now, that it's like, if you don't say something,
0: mm-hmm.
2: you're a racist. If you say something, anything that, that, that doesn't like go exactly with their narrative. You're also a racist. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't, I don't like
1: that. Yeah. I mean, you're a white male, so you're just racist period. It doesn't matter.
2: Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. do you, <laughs> you hear
1: about that? book, White fragility? Uh, yeah. Which, which all these companies are getting their employees to read and is in and schools. And schools and schools. Off. honestly I was gonna I'm actually probably gonna tweet something about this later which is that a lot of these weird like white woke liberal progressive weirdos as I call them I believe that they're race they they themselves are racist so they project they, they project it onto everybody else so they mm-hmm. think okay because they're racist then every other white person must, be right because they they they're the default setting and i'm like nah you're just racist that doesn't mean everybody else is um if that's the entire way you view the world and you can't see people by anything other than the color of their their skin and supposed victim and oppressor hierarchies then that's on you that's not how most people walk around the world and how most people view things so you know don't go projecting that on everybody else but um Unfortunately there's some weird level of of guilt amongst people who are open to these things where they feel they need to sort of self-flagellate sometimes quite literally to uh, sort of atone for things that they haven't committed and things that they're not and I'm not a fan of that.
2: Yeah, it's you know it goes back to I don't know if you know Robert Greene, you know he wrote mm-hmm. that book The 48 Laws of Power, yeah, and The Laws of Human Nature and when I talked to him on the podcast several months ago we actually talked for a few minutes about social justice warriors. Uh, he brought it up. I didn't even bring it up. And Yes. And, you know, in the laws of human nature, there is a chapter where he outlines generally under the emphatic trait lies the opposite trait. Mm-hmm. You know, so under that show of, that extreme show of aggression is usually a lot of insecurity. Yes. Under this extreme virtue signaling
1: Sometimes, a lot of the time lies a lot of hatred.- mm-hmm. Most of the time. Most of the time. Yeah yeah, but look, I, look, I'm in, I'm in the music world, I'm in music, I'm in entertainment. I've been dealing with these people for like a decade, right? Mm. <laughs> like you know that, that, that's why it, that's actually sorry. How do you mean? What I mean is that music and entertainment is one of the most left-leaning mm. industries yes. that exists. So just by being someone who's more like conservative libertarian leaning, I'm you know I'm not really a unicorn, but I'm one of the only ones who's willing to actually speak up, right? And who's got yeah. a large platform. So
2: I mean, because I, if yeah. a lot of people do speak up, then they're they're really really chastised for it. Oh like, yeah. Oh, like so, they're, so I mean, they're they're canceled. Like Terry Crews is being canceled. Uh, yeah. is being canceled right now. It seems.
1: Yeah. Well, look, the, the the problem is that they care, right? To be canceled, you have to care and to cancel, you have to pander to these people to begin with. So I, I can't be canceled because my audience doesn't cancel people and I've kept it 100 from the very mm. beginning. So people are as oh, are you worried about? It? I mean, no, I'm not. Who's going to Right, the people who don't like me already don't like me. So I'm not trying to, you know, get my accounts removed or get deplatformed or something. But in terms of my own audience, you got
2: suspended before from Twitter for saying saying, "Okay, dude." Yeah,
1: you know, total hate speech. Um,
2: Feminist.
1: (laughs) I don't know what it was, to, But um, yeah, so I don't worry about that in terms of my own audience, my own fan base. I quite literally, in the truest sense of the word, have one of the most diverse and tolerant fan bases that exists. Um, Whether you're talking politically, religiously, ideas, just whatever, and people who follow me and people who like me they know that look i mean i i put out stuff intentionally that i know will offend everybody like i i hope i've offended all of my followers at some point mm. like i actually i actually hope so because that's how i keep it you know i try to lose followers occasionally like every month mm. or so like you know i gain about 20,000 followers a month and then like i'll put something out like intentionally to try to lose some people right? <laughs> because <laughs> because i don't i don't want the people who can't deal with right. jokes or who can't handle humor or who can't handle disagreements or whatever, yeah, um, like I don't need those people following me. It's dead weight, and in fact, it's um, that's how you end up getting held to ransom. So, I've spoken to other artists. I've spoken to other people in different worlds, and if you start pandering and you start trying to cater to these SJWs, then yeah. you are now you're True. now held ransom because that's now your audience. So as soon as you say something they don't like, like look at J.K. Rowling, right? Uh, Oh, right. As as soon as you say something that they don't think is 100% correct or doesn't fit their worldview, then they, like you said, right, they go from zero to 100 real quick, right? They want to, they want to cancel you. Sometimes they want to physically attack you. They want to, they want you to lose your money. They want you to lose your sponsors, everything. And it's like, look, I'm not even going to try to appease these terrorists at all.
2: Terrorists. Terrorists is what they are. I mean, you see, look look at them in the streets in America. They're literally terrorists, these people. Look, look, That that amendment, I forget which one, the first or the second, it says the right to peaceably or peacefully assemble. Mm -hmm. The key word there is peacefully. Yes. It doesn't, it's not violently, you don't have the right to violently assemble. Like that's literally terrorism. Mm -hmm. That's a problem. Now catch me up to speed on what's, because I I see like J K Rowling every like couple of weeks. It's like she expo- she's exposing herself for who she really is. Look at this bigot. Like t- tell me what's going on with her. Like what's the situation there?
1: Look, I haven't even followed it that hard, but there was an article that came out um, that was published online where they said they used the term "people who menstruate." Right? <laughs> they used that term, and she quote tweeted it, and she said, "Hmm, I'm sure there used to be a word for that." what were they what 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 was it was it was it was it woman woman like she so so she so she was obviously she Uh, said something like that and then that that was what started it right that was what sparked it yeah was also a comment she'd made last year about the fact that biological sex does exist and that people shouldn't be um because there was a woman in the uk named maya Forstater who um, I follow, who she lost her job basically because she said that biological sex is a real thing. And um, J.K. Rowling defended her saying that, you know, we shouldn't fire people for saying that biological sex is real. So that was the first time she came under attack. And then, um, yeah, there was this one a couple weeks ago where again, you know, again, because and it's weird, you know, there's a bit of schadenfreude because she is one of these woke people. She's one of these people who has helped to create this monster. And that happens with everybody. Like it's a circular firing squad. Everybody oh. who tries to cater to that mod is going to get shot, right? And people are just trying to be the last yeah. one who doesn't. It's why people are trying to, you know, throw their pronouns in their bio and the rainbow flag and hashtag BLM just to- Tell look, me about d-
2: the pronouns. Don't, don't, don't come for me. me. <laughs> they, oh, hold on. Actually, before we get, look at uh, Dr. Saad, God Saad. He posted yesterday. Oh, he's, he's a G. He's amazing. His sarcasm <laughs> is, is unmatched. I, I actually, I actually have to reach out to him this week uh, to to have a conversation with him too uh, about this. But look at what he posted. I think yesterday. Yeah, yesterday. Suggested inclusive sexual health language from the motherboard. Uh, he posted this image instead of che- instead of breastfeeding, you should say chest feeding <laughs> instead of <laughs> instead of uh, uh, female or w- women you say people persons who menstruate sorry persons let me get it right uh, instead of male or men you say persons who produce sperm. Uh, instead of penis or testicles, you should say outer parts.
1: Oh my uh, gosh!
2: Instead of pregnant women, you should say pregnant, pregnant persons.
1: people. Oh, pregnant persons. Uh, okay.
2: You can't say mother, Zuby. That's that's very sexist. You should say birthing persons. Oh my gosh. Se- wow. uh, what's is there one more? Um, instead of this prostate, is- use internal glands. Uh, <laughs> it just, just goes. It just goes on and on. Like it's it's like ha- they're so woke, aren't they? <laughs>
1: Dude, like it all needs to stop. It it, really, and why really needs it to why
2: stop. Why does it all need to stop?
1: Tell me. It needs to stop because it's not reality. People are trying to actually distort reality. It's like, look, it's okay to the ha-
2: truth world.
1: Look, it's okay to have opinions on stuff. But there are certain things that are factual. Right? So and what's hilarious is all of this comes from the side who claims to be um, you know, super scientific and all that and who would call someone like me a science denier because I believe in God. And so I I'm, I always find it highly amusing how actually it's really hard to find a religious person who thinks that there are more than two genders or that, you know, men can have babies and stuff. So <laughs> where, where the science denial is sort of coming yeah. from here is, is certainly debatable. Um,
2: yeah, to mention a quote from Ben Shapiro, facts don't care about your feelings. Yes, exactly. Like let's, stop, like, let's stop, you know, making people like feel like, like like facts don't care about your feelings like like just because just because it's like an inconvenient truth for you doesn't mean it's not true like someone you know like you know like those things that like you know 20 year old girls like post on their stories like those viral like like social justice images like this one the other day was like they they just post on their story and then they don't do anything about it and of course not um, yeah just to show that they're really virtuous selectivism right right and I, i and i hate to like I hate to cut you off there, but, you know, I posted that, um, you know, it was, it was this image, this viral image, let's stop judging people's health. Let's stop viewing people's health, uh, or let's stop, let's stop judging people's health by, um, how they look. And, and it was like, you know, it, it was like all these different body types in, you know, in the picture, like you know, fat, skinny, really morbidly obese, and mm-hmm. and, I, and I actually reposted that because someone else posted it. I reposted. It, I was like, actually, the way you look is a really great indicator of overall health. Like, like that's just a fact. And then I actually actually went on the internet and and backed it up with like sources. I I, I like used some references there on my mm-hmm. story, um, and and a lot of people were like, yeah, yeah, a hundred emoji, and and, I was, and uh, but someone was like. You you seem very sexist here. You, the image is all women here. You could have included men, and I'm like, I didn't respond, but I'm thinking to myself, like, I didn't even create the image.
1: Dude. <laughs> okay, dude. <laughs> look, look. If people want to talk about sexist, what is sexist is calling women, calling breastfeeding women chest feeders, and calling them people who menstruate, and trying to completely remove their womanhood. That's what's misogynistic. Mm-hmm. That's what is sexist. Trying to literally erase women's biological and real realistic reality identities. Like if people want to talk about misogyny, there's nothing more misogynistic than that. Good grief, man. I mean, look, men and women are different. And one of the things that makes women special are the things that they can do physically, biologically, that men are totally incapable of doing, which includes, I mean, being able to get pregnant and give birth and feed another human being with your own body is a superpower, right? This isn't saying obviously, you know, for the caveat, this is not saying that's all women do or whatever, or that's all their value. But the fact that every single person on this earth is birthed from a woman, and then you're trying to sort of take away, you're literally trying to remove that whole thing from them. And it's, it's, yeah, it's not just weird. I think it's genuinely, and, and I know a lot of women feel this way, like it's genuinely offensive to them. It's Mm. genuinely offensive because it's like, no, we're, we're called women. We're not called pregnant people or cervix havers or menstruators. Like, no, that we're, we're women.
2: Is this what you would call, and and I'm not too worse, too versed on like the actual definition of feminism, but is this what you, what you would call feminism? Is this that movement? What is that?
1: Uh, which aspect of
2: it? I don't know. Just feminine, feminism in general. Does this fall under that category?
1: Man, feminists, feminism has multiple waves and the multiple waves don't even get on with each other. So what people now call third or fourth wave feminism, which is some of the stuff that's promoting this ridiculous woke nonsense. um, A lot of that is actually counter to a lot of first and second wave feminism, right? Because feminism initially was based on the fact that, you know, biological sex needs to exist and women need to be different from men for feminism to even be a thing. So if someone is going to go and say that, okay, men and women are the same and not just the same, but they're also like interchangeable when you get these people who can't even define the word man or define the word woman correctly, then that nullifies, it totally nullifies feminism. So, um, you know, I, am critical of feminist feminism for a lot of reasons, but even within that world, there's a schism between these sort of different waves of feminists.
2: You actually did a poll on Twitter, Zuby. Mm-hmm. He asked a question: Which one is a greater threat to humanity, feminism or climate change? Twenty-nine thousand eight hundred fifty-three <laughs> people voted. Seventy-eight percent said feminism is a greater threat to humanity
1: than wow. climate change. Mm. Tell me why do you think people said that? Yeah, people get angry at me when I do these polls, as if I'm the one, <laughs> as if I'm the one who cast all the vote. Like I, I didn't even participate in the poll. I just a normal I, question. I just asked the question. Mm-hmm. Um, why do I think people said that? Well, I think one because. You know, a lot of people think that some aspects of the climate change thing are overblown, and that the—I don't know—the climate, oh, the climate changes. We know that, um, but not everybody is totally on board with the whole "the world is going to end, doomsday narrative, we're all going to become extinct, and everything's going to get." I don't flooded. even know. It's a very I nuanced idea. issue. Look, I—I I don't know. I don't. I'm not. I'm not even. I, one good thing this year is people aren't really talking about climate change a lot. Like people have other things to talk about. So that, that weird one is, um, has sort of been put to the side for now. Like I'm, I'm just not particularly interested in it, but, um, yeah, in terms of feminism, I mean, look, feminism has a lot, has had a lot of negative repercussions that people don't, people don't like to acknowledge and don't like to talk about because it's one of those golden calves that's supposed to be sort of totally like perfect and amazing and everything is good with it. And if you criticize any aspect of feminism, then it's obviously because you just like, if you criticize black lives matter, it obviously means you're a racist and you hate black people. If you criticize feminism, it's obviously because you're a, you're a misogynist and you, you hate women and you want them, you know, barefoot naked and pregnant in the kitchen, etc. Um, which is not the case. Sorry, man. Give me, give me one second. Someone's, yeah, yeah. um, someone's just buzzed my thing. Mm-hmm. Zuby's pretty sharp. Okay. It wasn't even, it wasn't even for me. They they rang the wrong buzzer.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. Um, what was I saying though? Feminism. Feminism. Yeah. You know, I, I like we, we could get into that. That's, that's a whole long conversation. And, and and like if you're yeah, you saying
2: like, if you're not, if you don't agree with black life matter, you're a racist. If you don't agree with feminism, you obviously,
1: uh, are, uh, a misogynist. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's what people try to try to claim because look, there are certain things in society that you're, you're not supposed to question the narrative, right? You're just supposed to go along with yeah, yeah. A, very, a very set narrative and anyone who goes against it is um some type of some type of heathen and must be punished yeah. and ostracized. And,
2: and I think that begins at least in America in schools, you know, they, they oh, yeah. very much
1: teach blind obedience. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Not yeah. good. S- schools. And then, you know, a lot of these ideas stem from the university, but then they infiltrate they it everywhere else. Yeah. You know, un- unfortunately,
2: uh, you know, universities seem to have become uh, socialist breeding grounds.
1: Oh, good grief. Become. <laughs> <You>
2: know, <laughs> yeah. It, it's, it's a little bit weird, but I want to talk about, um, I actually want to go there, you know, with you. The, uh, the, the most, the most taboo thing to, to talk about right now, to go against black lives matters, the organization, not the not the fact that black lives mm-hmm. matter but the organization let's go there what is black lives matter really and why don't you support it because you've gone out there and said you don't support it before
1: okay and you had so a Bla- great
2: tweet yesterday about it
1: thank you so black lives matter is um it, it's really three things i'd say you have to parse it into three and they've, they're all called the same thing which is um insidious and helpful to them but not helpful to normal people. So there's the statement, Black Lives Matter. Cool. Everybody agrees, unless you're like a truly horrible person. Everybody agrees that Black Lives Matter. Then there is the movement, which is people who agree with the statement and want to advocate and use that slogan, whether or not they are aware or supportive of the organization. And then there is Black Lives Matter, capital B, capital L, capital M, which is an organization which is, I think, was founded in was it 2014 or 2015. And um, it was founded by three women, two of which, two at least of which are self-confessed Marxists. Um, I think two of them are are lesbians as well. Not that that's super important, but it's important to the sense that the LGBT Q agenda is a very big part of it. So it's an organization with some bizarre aims and they use the police brutality against black people in America issue as a Trojan horse to push a lot of their other ideas and goals, which include, um, dismantling the nuclear family, which includes, um, defunding or in some cases, even abolishing the police. This includes, um, promoting LGBTQ issues. It includes, you know, in the UK BLM UK, this includes, um, specifically dismantling the, how, what did they say? The white supremacist, um, capitalistic structure. So it's just like, it's a far left organization with some bizarre, insidious goals in terms of their funding and where that money goes, there's not much transparency around that. It looks like some of the money goes to Democratic uh presidential candidates, etc. The they've raised over, you know, I believe hundreds of millions of dollars at this stage. And look, what they what they say on the tin, the statement Black Lives Matter, is not what they're all about. And this as i said is it's like a landmine for people because be you know they're because of the name because they're called black lives matter any criticism of them can easily be misconstrued yes either int either intentionally or accidentally as someone opposing the statement itself right um as one as, my, as one of my friends said if um you know, it would be like having a terrorist organization. If you had a terrorist organization that was called Don't Kick Puppies and someone, you know, said that they have a problem with uh, Don't Kick Puppies, then you'd be like, oh my gosh, like it's the same thing Antifa do, right? They're called anti-fascists. So people criticize Antifa and they say, oh, so you must be a fascist because they're called anti-fascist. And it's like, okay, <laughs> you know, by, by, that, by that statement, you know, North Korea is a democratic republic. And so we all know that people play word games, words and titles can be used to, confuse people, trick people, get people to support things that they don't truly, et cetera. And someone like me sees through that. Like I'm a pretty, I've got a pretty critical eye and I don't kind of just go along with the masses. I, lo- I like to look into things. And I looked into this organization years ago and I was like, no, this isn't something that, um, this isn't what they're claiming to be. I can't be on board with this. And, um, a couple of years down the line, they're making a lot of noise again. They're in the papers again. Lots of people are jumping on board this bandwagon. So, I, um, yeah, I sort of raised a red flag and was like, Hey, um, you know, I don't support this organization. Here's why. And yeah, like look into them, make sure you look into, don't Mm -hmm. just, don't just blindly support things because it seems popular, but look into what you're actually supporting and look at the history and look at who's behind it and look at what the goals are. I mean, you can just go on their website and you'd establish, okay, this isn't simply about helping black people or saving black lives, this has a real agenda to it.
2: Yeah. Yeah. W- words are very much, it can very much be a disguise and social proof, which is a great uh, mechanism that that we humans use to kind of determine the best uh, behavior. We look to others' behavior to determine, you know, what the best course of action might be. A lot of times it's very good, but sometimes it really does uh, backfire and you can't blindly depend on social proof a hundred percent of the time. And, and, and BLM is absolutely one of uh, those cases here. yeah. And, you know, it, it's really, it's really funny. I was watching an, an interview with one of the BLM leaders and, you know, he was like, we won't stop uh, until we get what we want. And mm-hmm. we'll, if we don't get we, what we want, we'll burn the system down and replace it. And think about what do they want? Like, what do they, they want socialism. Mm -hmm. is what they want it seems it seems to be in my view
1: right yeah like a lot of people are just so angry at the system whatever you call the system that they just want to burn the thing down to the ground right and that's the reality you know these are people who want a revolution right they want a marxist communist socialist whatever revolution they don't like the system they don't like america right you've got a lot of people in the usa who do not like america Right, like they literally do not like America. Yeah, they don't like sad. the history. Go somewhere they don't else. like they don't like the present time. You can't say that either cuz that's racist. Um
2: oh, I can't I can't say go somewhere else, yeah. Yeah, I no, can't. No, I really no, can't. No, I'm no, racist. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Crap, racist. Um so yeah, you know, they've got they've laid out all these landmines for you so you can't criticize <laughs> any anything right, right. they do. So but yeah, you know, there it, it's it's true. You know, there's some people like this in the UK, but it's a bigger problem in the US where there is a percentage of people who Look, in their mind, I don't think correctly, but in their mind, the whole thing is just so broken. Everything is white supremacist, everything is racist, everything is sexist, everything is homophobic, um, everything is heteronormative. So they just want to they just want to destroy the whole thing, and I'm not so sure that they've thought of what they want to rebuild to replace it or how they would even do that. But um you know, anger and resentment are are weird emotions, and they make people behave in very bizarre ways. Yeah. Uh,
2: speaking of destruction or mindless destruction, that is, what do you think about all of the, the the tearing down of of statues
1: going on here? Yeah, I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan. Look, history is important, and look, if people do want to take down specific statues, there is also a process for that. So, if some, if you're in a specific city or town in the UK, US, whatever. And there is a statue that some people think are egregious. Then have a democratic vote, have a referendum, have a vote. If people are like, okay, yeah, we don't, we don't like this one. We don't think this is good. Then that's totally fine. Have the vote, and it can be removed if that's what the people want. I don't support criminal activity. Like no. theory, right. You know, I don't support criminal activity just because I don't like something, and even if I feel morally justified. If I'm breaking the law, I can't just go around doing whatever I want or whatever me and my gang want because mm-hmm. we feel that we are right or we're morally justified. If we're break if you're breaking the law, you're breaking the law. You can't just rip down public property, right? That's not no that's not legal. That's not the way things are done. And then on a on a deeper level, in terms of the statues and monuments themselves, firstly, I think judging things from hundreds of years ago by today's moral standards is stupid. It's just a fool's errand. Right. I imagine that two hundred years from now, none of us are gonna reach the bar of what they consider more. Yeah. Right? maybe in two hundred years there are no more abattoirs, there's no more slaughterhouses, right? Maybe they've come up with a maybe everyone's either vegan or there's meat, but you <laughs> you you get meat that's made in a lab or something, right? And so nobody eats um nobody eats animals that have been slaughtered. And they'll look back at every single person who exists right now, with the exception of the vegans, and they'll be like, "Oh my yes. gosh, these people are, you know, no matter what great thing you did, no matter how decent you were, they, you know, if you, they're they're going to judge you by that standard." And similarly, look, no one, no one, I, I I'm yet to see someone sort of make the argument that slavery was a good thing, or that racism was like a great thing, or whatever. Like that's not why. That's not what. what Tom- about, I, thought it was, I thought it was a great thing. <laughs> that's what. That's not what George Washington and Thomas Jefferson are famous for. They're not. They're not famous because they held slaves. They're not on the money. You know, George Washington so is like, not on the money George because hey. like, like,
2: like <laughs> there was like way before slavery. Like what? This the, is before the whole, like the
1: Civil War. What is this? The it's the it's just like I said. It's anger. These are people who don't like. They don't like America. They don't like yeah. the history. They don't. They they want to tear down the whole thing and. um, yeah. History is important because you want to learn from it, and if you have correct context and you're a remotely um, intelligent individual, then you know that having a statue or a monument to something isn't sort of glorifying the very worst aspect of that person or of that thing. Um, in some cases, it's even just a, a reminder to people, and reminders are important because you know it's a it's a cliche, but those who don't know history are doomed to repeat it.
2: Yeah, I mean, the, and the way I view the, the the tearing down, the mindless destruction of of statues of these historic figures, uh, the, the renaming of buildings uh, uh, and streets, and even states like Rhode Island, I, they're they're trying to rewrite history. Yeah, this is, and and what and they're trying to, and whatever whatever deem they deem needs to be like. Uh, eliminated from history they're trying to like get rid of it mm-hmm. and uh this is what hitler did in 1936 this is what lenin did in 1917 uh it's a it's a really really bizarre thing that's going on right now like we're witnessing something crazy we're witnessing uh socialists and, and marxists literally rise up and and take out take america out from under us like
1: yeah <laughs> like, is, and this look, is bad.
2: Pe- this is really bad
1: and people need to stand up to it right leaders need to stop being weak like the, the, the lack of leadership and the lack of testicular fortitude in the past couple months from most politicians has been, has been incredible. It's, it's truly been incredible. There's been such a lack of leadership and just people are just so quick to fold. Like, I don't know. I'm um, it's. What do you, what do you think <laughs> yeah. about Donald Trump? Generally? Yeah. Okay. Um, man, that's such an open question what do I think about Donald Trump? Is he a
2: racist?
1: Is he? I don't think he's racist. No, no, I don't think he's racist. I don't think so either. Um, I think he's been, uh, I think generally he's been a decent president. I think in the past few months, he's dropped the ball a lot when he's actually had a great opportunity Mm -hmm. to really step up and show that in a time of crisis that he can lead. I think he's a I, I think he, I think he's kind of messed up on that one. Um, I think he could have kind of sealed the deal in the past couple months in terms of re-election had he done mm-hmm. that. Whereas now he's kind of put himself in a, a bit of a weaker position mm-hmm. um, in terms of his character. Like, I don't think Trump is. Uh, look, Trump is Trump. Like, I've been familiar with Trump since I was a child, and he hasn't really changed that much. Lots of people ask, act like he suddenly came onto the scene in 2015. Um, look, the guy is brash he's funny he's very funny uh, he's brash hilarious he he's um he's pretty immature he's thin-skinned um he's very competitive he's very good at marketing and sales and getting press attention etc he has his strengths and he has his weaknesses um one of his strengths is that he's good at fighting with fire with fire one of his weaknesses is that he always tries to fight fire with fire and like i said in the past couple months this has been a time where actually you need to fight the fire with water because you need to bring the temperature down. You don't want to just keep amping people up and amping people up. And Mm -hmm. he makes, he leaves himself too open. He, he, he gives, he gives his, given that he knows that he has a lot of opponents in the media and in the world of politics, and even amongst the general population, he gives those people too much ammo. He gives (laughs) them too much ammo to, he gives them too much ammo to shoot him with. So if I could have like a personal word with him, I would be like, hey, man, look, I think you've done some good things, like in terms of his policies and what's been achieved and what, you know, the situation the U.S. was in prior to coronavirus and riots, right? The economy was flying high, unemployment was low, no stupid, no silly new wars or anything going on. Um, that was good. But um, yeah, I think you have people who who kind of judge him based more on his pol- his policies and then you have people who are just totally focused on his personality and what he tweeted and what he said here. You know, I've always got people that, oh, did you see he said this? He said that. I'm like, I don't.
2: And it's like out of context, probably. Yeah, a lot half of the time it's not true. Like, but but even watch still, an like. Unedited Trump speech. Like, stuff yeah, I, like Don't do. look at the. Don't. I'm not. Like, like just <laughs> for people in general, like, yeah. not, not like the snippet on CNN. Mm hmm. it can be very misleading a lot
1: of the time yeah yeah look i I think the media is a much bigger problem in terms of political polarization and division than trump is by miles i don't even i don't even think it's close like when people ask about division and polarization i'm like you should people should look straight at the media if you want to know why americans are divided i'm like talk to the media yeah don't 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 come and say like oh it was trump trump is dividing the country trump is dividing america i'm like are you serious and you just think the media hasn't hasn't played a role in this
2: I told my grandfather last weekend after like four hours of watching Fox, I was like, you know it's really funny how Fox and CNN just try to pit each other pit everyone <laughs> against each other. and yeah. and he and ironically, he actually got angry. <laughs> and, and but I actually want to go to uh, just to Donald Trump again. I, I saw somebody post yesterday. This is another one of those. Total, very immature, totalistic statements. Another one of those viral Instagram images that that every 20-year-old girl reposts on their story to to seem virtuous. Mm -hmm. And um, this person said, the the, the image says, if you support Donald Trump, you also support racism, homophobia, sexual assault, xenophobia, ignorance, misogyny, and Mm -hmm. fascism.
1: Obviously. That's a
2: weird way to spell the Constitution. (laughs)
1: Like... They,
2: and, and are and are they, we saying that, that Joe Biden is none of these things, too? Good grief, man. You know, like, dude. Have you ever thought of starting a podcast of your own? Maybe you already have one. But if you haven't, think about that. When I first started Growth Mindset University, it wasn't pretty. Had no idea what I was doing. Wasted a lot of time, money, effort, energy. And it took me... Years of trial and error to figure things out. I was growing as I was going, as I like to say. So why not skip the line? Jump ahead a couple of years and become a rockstar podcaster right now. I have a course all about podcasting called, of course, How to Become a Rockstar Podcaster. And people over the past year have been loving it. Ben says, I have to say that your video was easily one of the most transparent and helpful podcast walkthroughs. I've seen picked up a lot of useful tactics more than I originally thought I would. My friend Janiyad, he said, Jordan, this course is so good. You've helped me so much in getting my podcast started. And I am eternally grateful for that. And now Janiyad has been podcasting for almost a year and he's doing it the right way. So go to jordanparis.com slash course for free access to my course, how to become a rockstar podcaster. Again, that's jordanparis.com slash course to get access to the free course. And by the way, I have more free resources for podcasters, including a document with 12 interview tips. Visit my company website, trendup.media, instead of .com, it's .media, for access to these free resources. Again, that's trendup.media. Thank you. If you support Donald Trump, you also support racism, homophobia, sexual assault, xenophobia, ignorance, misogyny, and fascism. Mm. Obviously, that's a weird way to spell the Constitution.
1: <laughs> Look, like, the, the,
2: and, and are and are we saying that, that Joe Biden is none of these things too?
1: Good grief, man! You know, like, dude, don't don't even get to the two part because Trump is not most of those things, and
0: this mm, is
1: the, I, i'm right. not a am not a fan of like just these this is one of the problems with social media is because it's just like it's it's the that's just like a red meat post you know it's just like hey i know millions of people hate trump so i'm just gonna post the most hyperbolic ridiculous unfactual. i'm just gonna throw every label out there you know it's not like they just went for one it's like i'm just gonna throw this whole list this whole list like you know Homophobic, right? As if how someone explained to me how Trump is homophobic, right? Where where's where's that even come from? How is he a fascist? You know, it's like people just throw it's like, let me just throw ten labels and one of them has to stick. Yeah. Right. And people who are already in that mindset, these like weirdo SJWs, they don't care. You know, they're not they're not honest people. They're not a lot of them are not, they're not good people. Like I'm I get tired of people saying, Oh, you know, they mean well. They mean I'm like, No, they don't. Lots of these people are a holes, man. I've dealt with a lot of these people and they're not you know they can put they whatever you. they can put whatever hashtags and logos they want in their bio like they're not fooling me right i'm not saying every single person but a lot of these people who are constantly virtue signaling and it's a little bit like how these male feminists always end up being like sexual assaulters right they always end up being found guilty of like
0: yeah, yeah. you know it,
1: ter- it turns out that they've harassed women or whatever you know the, the ones that are going hardest about being a male feminist and it's like okay you're you're hiding something here you get all these anti-racists who you know they call themselves anti-racist and they're always going on about racism and white privilege and white fragility and whatever. And then like, those will be the ones who will DM a black conservative and call them like, you know, an uncle Tom or a coon or something. You know what I mean? And it's just like, come on, man. I don't take any of you seriously. Like people who are decent, you just, you don't, you don't need to show it, right? You don't need to. That's why virtue signaling is so annoying because it's like, look, if you are actually a decent person, you don't need to You know, I don't need to put a rainbow flag in my bio to show that I don't hate gay people. I don't need to hashtag, um, I don't need to put pronouns in my bio to show that I'm not transphobic. I don't need to hashtag BLM and hashtag me too to show that I care about black. You know what I mean? It's just so asinine. It's so asinine. So yeah, sure. I'm sure some people do that with good intentions. Maybe most people do, but there are people who do that because, you know, they know that they are shady, yeah. but they know that they can come across as looking good if they do those things. And
0: yeah,
2: it's, I'm no fan. It's, it's very much like I thought last week, cause I don't, I, I very rarely post my location on like Instagram or social media in general. Everyone's like, everyone's like giving real time updates, like where they are, what they're doing uh, what they're eating. And I'm like, try going somewhere and not posting about it. In the same <laughs> vein, try being for these causes and not and 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 not making it a virtue signaling competition, which, which social mm-hmm. media has uh, become. Zubi, I I know we're we're coming up on time here. Can I can I literally bend five more minutes, you, please? <laughs> uh, no, it's, it's okay. It's fine. Um, we, can,
1: we can we can do like two more minutes, man. Okay, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah.
2: This this question is important. Okay, go ahead. You, you say that as a as someone who's been called a a black white supremacist, figure <laughs> go figure with right, that, right? Uh, as someone oh who's been gosh. called that. You say black people aren't oppressed. Tell me.
1: What more do I need to say?
2: Explain your reasoning there. I, I don't think most people. I don't think most people understand. Uh, understand your reasoning there. Are you oppressed? No, I'm not.
1: Okay, what's your reasoning?
2: <laughs> I live a great life, and I can. I can do. Uh, I can do as I please.
1: Good. So can I.
2: Right. <laughs> It's very simple. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) And, you know, so last question, Um, should you, you know, you're not very much afraid of cancel culture, but should I be afraid of cancel culture? And, and what do you do if the woke mob comes after you?
1: Oh, uh, don't apologize. Firstly, yes. Never apologize to like wild piranhas. Like, look, only time you ever apologize is if you've actually done something wrong, which you're genuinely sorry for. In which case, just apologize to the person. If you you know insulted or upset somebody, you apologize to that person. Don't do the public apology thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so don't apologize. Don't back down. This is the first thing it's a mistake people always make. People always give in, um, and then just ignore them. They they always move on within forty eight hours. They'll find another person if, if they see you're not responding then they'll go find someone else and they'll harass someone else and they'll just find the next outrage. And it moves on quickly. Like I've had these people on me like 20, 30 times and um, yeah, it doesn't last long. They move.
2: My friends go follow Zuby on Twitter. Real talk with Zuby is his mm. podcast. I listened to his episode with Lauren Chen, who I really want to talk to as well. Uh, just an amazing episode. I think it was like episode 86 or 85. Uh, I recommend checking out that podcast. Real talk with Zuby. And uh, yeah, Zubimusic.com, I believe is your website. And That's right. uh, yeah, you've got some new merch coming soon, which I'm gonna uh, grab some for myself. Zuby, I appreciate
1: you, thank you very much. Nice one, Jordan, you're welcome.
0: We've reached the end of this episode of Growth Mindset University. For more keys to success and methods to inspire your entrepreneurial spirit, head to jordanparis.com slash course and enroll in our free course to elevate your podcast to the next level. Be sure to pass the show along to someone you know who will benefit from the lessons learned in each episode and we'll catch you and them on the next episode of Growth Mindset University.